in the know, to be knowledgeable or having access to information about something, being privy to special or new information, or this program on KXIT. It's time now for In the Know, brought to you by your Dalhart Connection, bringing our community together with new and important information with your host, Dyke Rogers, and this week's guest. Good afternoon. Welcome to this week's edition of In the Know. I'm your host, Dyke Rogers, and our guest today is Andrew Hokuson and uh, Jeff Bird from Dalhart Independent School District. Welcome, guys. Before we start, I'd just like to remind you that this the reason we have this program is because G&G Enterprises is willing to sponsor it, and so we thank them for all that they do in the community and all they do with the school. Andrew, you are the uh, ag teacher at Dalhart High School, is that right? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first? Oh, well, I... Uh... <laughs> Grew up in Dumas, Texas. Uh, this is starting my 15th year in education, my first year here in Dalhart. Uh, I grew up on a farm, and we uh, ran cattle and sheep and goats and grew corn and milo and wheat. I've been involved in agriculture my whole life and had a passion for it and had a very unique uh, ag teacher when I was in high school that gave me the passion to want to, to do what I do now and teach ag. That's great. Well, I was going to ask you how you got into that, but tell us a little bit about your education background. Like I say, I had a very influential ag teacher when I was in high school that uh, I still look up to and talk to on a regular basis, uh, consider him a very good mentor. Uh, he set the stage for me to want to do it. And so uh, after graduation, I went to uh, a junior college and judged collegiately on a livestock judging scholarship and paid for my education. Uh, once there, I graduated from Texas Tech. Uh, I, while at Tech, I was fortunate to be on two national championship judging teams, uh, and then I went on to to teach ag. And like I say, this is year 15, first year in Delhart. Great, great. Well, it's good to have you here. Uh, you've got some big events coming up. We do, we do. We have the Bi County Stock Show starting uh, Wednesday of this week uh, through Saturday. And what is your role in that? Uh, my role in that is. <laughs> quite large, I guess. Uh, I have to supervise students' projects throughout the year. Uh, some of these projects are year-long projects. Some of the, the cattle kids have had steers and stuff on feed since uh, last year. Uh, so just making sure that they're being taken care of and, and uh, tended to. At the local stock show, just making sure that their animals are there, that they're tended to, that they get weighed in, that they get in the right class, uh, setting the barn up, tearing the barn down. Uh, a lot of our responsibilities on not just my half, but a lot of people's behalfs. And how many kids do you have in your program that are in the stock show? Oh, how many kids do I have in my program in the stock show? Uh, there's probably a dozen or so. Uh, I think that show strictly through Dalhart FFA. Uh, a lot of the kids show through 4-H and us, but we, you know, kind of cross-mingle, co-mingle there and help each other out uh, with that. Um, so there's probably a, a dozen or so Dalhart FFA kids that will be showing there. Uh, but then there's a lot of 4-H and Texline and Channing and Hartley as well. So it is truly by county. It is truly by county, yes, both Dallas and Hartley counties. So what's the difference between whether somebody works through 4-H or FHA, FFA? The big, the big difference is, is FFA is uh, through the school, through the school system. Uh, 4-H and FFA are both great organizations. Both of them kind of do the same thing. The 4-H method is for, they say, mostly for younger kids, but not necessarily for younger kids. Uh, it gives them a good start uh, in that, and it's homeschooled, and those type of things can in, be in 4-H, but they necessarily can't be involved in FFA because 
like I say, the FFA organization is through uh, the school system, and high school particularly. Okay. So, Andrew, what do other people do in the stock show? What do you look for the community to do for you in this? Uh, the big thing that, that, that the community – that would be good for the community is to come out and just support the kids. I think uh, to show up and just be there so that they see that you care and support. Um, there is a sale that happens on Saturday, and so if financially available, you know, to support those kids for their hard work and their time and effort they put into the projects all year, uh, there is a sale on Saturday – that they could do that but the big thing is is just show up and support them and let them see you in the stands so that they know that you do care about them okay and the stock show is wednesday thursday friday and then the sale is on saturday that is correct we start with uh the steers and heifers on wednesday and then sheep and goats on thursday and then pigs and rabbits will be on friday Okay, and then nothing but the sale on Saturday. Correct, nothing but the sale. There is a buyer's luncheon, I believe, on Saturday before the sale starts. I know Laura Taylor was going to be with us today, and she's not going to be able to. Uh, she's the county extension agent. What is her role in this? Uh, she plays kind of the same role that I play in terms of supervising uh, projects throughout the year, making sure kids are doing what they're supposed to be doing. 4-H uh, actually is in charge of the concession stand at the stock show, so they have a little bigger role in terms of running the concession stand and making sure that everybody's fed and has snacks to eat all day. Okay, and they use that money for something? They use that money to pay for kids to go to events and contests and to, to be able to travel and uh, compete in things. Okay, so for people who don't know how this actually works, and maybe everybody in town does, but the kids pick out their animal, they, they uh, raise the animal, they feed it, they care for it, they go through all that discipline. And then they come to this stock show. What happens after the stock show? Whether they win or lose, what goes on here? Uh, well, the unique thing about Bide County is it's not a terminal show, so most of those can take their animals back if they would like to and take them on down the road if that is something they want to do. Uh, but if this is the end of the road, then most of the time they will sell those animals uh, to market. Uh, if they're breeding animals, maybe somebody will buy those to breed, uh, or they can take them back themselves and start their own breeding herd and breed those and raise those as well. Or they can take them and get them processed themselves and eat them. Okay. Well, last week we had a number of uh, students in here that were involved in the in the stock show and are really part of the uh, the Junior Livestock Board, yes. <laughs> yes, there, there are several that were part of the Junior Livestock Board, and they told us a little bit about what they did and how they did it. Uh, do you want to brag on any of them for a minute? Oh, um, there's there's a lot of kids here in Dallum, Hartley counties that do an outstanding job in terms of their uh, projects, their show animal projects. Um, it's crazy to me that some of these kids have been, like I say, those, those cattle kids have been working at this for over a year, right at a year, uh, and that's a twice a day thing you know and most of those kids will go to fort worth and so hair quality on those steers is very important so washing and blowing every day and i just know the my own two personal kids they spend many of hours in the barn you know prepping and getting ready and so i know there's lots of time and hard work and dedication that goes into it and like like you said sometimes you win sometimes you lose but you know it all depends on, you know, if you're doing it for the right reasons, having fun and getting in there and doing it and learning those life lessons, you know, coming out winning or losing. If you tried your very best and did everything you can, then, I, I mean, you know, it's a success. So what are those life lessons? Oh, there's many life lessons, you know. 
my ki- my personal kids had to experience one of those you know a loss uh we when we first moved here we had a sheep that died and so you know they've worked all this time with it and then it's gone so you know having to overcome that uh you know time management um responsibility of feeding twice a day the financial investment knowing okay you know financially is this something that can be, do you know uh th- i mean there's just the list goes on and on of the responsibilities that those kids gain from a project and you think one or two of them might be inspired by their ag teacher to go on and do something ag teacher wise? I hope so. I, I, I hope so. I hope that that's my one goal is to, you know, at least, and that's what I tell all my kids on the first day of school. You know, I know most of you may not be ag minded or have any idea or have any passion about doing anything in the agricultural world, but my goal is to at least educate you so that you will be knowledgeable enough to understand where your food comes from, how it gets there, and just basic agricultural knowledge so that you will be hopefully a more productive citizen in in society. Great, great. Well, other than the stock show, tell me a little bit about your programs. Oh, well, we we do a lot. Uh, I was talking to the secretary out here, and she was telling me that (laughs) it's going to get busy. So in this fall, we have leadership development events. we train several of those, and we're very fortunate enough to qualify for those teams for the area contests. Uh, we're fitting to get started up on our career development events or judging teams. Uh, we have 19 teams that we're currently working on training uh, with a bunch of kids to go and compete all spring. Uh, and those range from marketing plan to uh, milk quality, dairy cattle judging, cotton judging, entomology. I mean, the list goes on and on about those different things. Uh, that we will rope up, that we will wrap up, and then we also have several students that will be going on to uh, other major stock shows and competing animals, showing animals at other stock shows as well. This week's in the know podcast is brought to you by G&G Operators. Did you know that G&G Operators have had a hand in almost every major construction project in Dalhart for the past few years? Not only that, but G&G Operators have been keeping construction projects in Dalhart and the surrounding areas safe and structurally sound since 1994. They've have an amazing crew to handle all your site preparation needs for any size project that you can think of. Call today to start your projects, 806-244-4297. G&G Operators is excited to keep you in the know about all Dalhart ISD news and updates. Through your job as the ag teacher, do you also do industrial arts? Do you do the welding and, uh, and at Dalhart metalwork, that sort of thing? At Dalhart, all of that is done dual credit through Frank Phillips College. So I, I, I don't I don't have a shop, so I don't get to do any welding or anything like that here. That's all done through the manufacturing welding department at, at Frank Phillips. But it is available to our kids. It is available to the kids, yes. Well, Jeff, it's uh, it's obvious that we got a program here that's working. Um, talk to me a little bit about uh, some of the people that are really involved in this that that are contributing in a big way. Well, I, I, you know, I, I say this every time I visit with you. I think sometimes it takes an outsider coming in to let you know how good things are that you have that you maybe take for granted in the by county dalham and hartley county the city of dalhart we our kids are extremely blessed you know we're a a rural farming and ranching community we're isolated we are the definition of rule and i think it's really important that we share that with our students at a young age and there's so many we've got a a livestock board that this is my eighth school district and fourth as a superintendent i've never seen a a larger group of of parents and community members come together and make decisions 
that are of the benefit of all kids, not just theirs individually for every kid. And one of my favorite responsibilities as a superintendent at Dalhart ISD is I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be on the, the bi-county board. Um, we, we've got a wonderful group of businessmen and women in the community that's financially helped support that. Uh, you know, I, I was uh, big in FFA. I was fortunate enough to get my Lone Star degree and my American FFA degree. And this program is very near and dear to my heart. Um, I will say as a, as a former football and baseball coach, I don't think I was a bad dad. But I was doing what I wanted to do. And for me and my family specifically, I wouldn't take all the money anywhere in the world for the experiences that I got to have with my three children in a barn. And I, those may be fonder for me than mine because I was pretty tough on my kids. <laughs> According to the older two, I, was, I have a different set of rules for Jake. But, uh, you know, you take a kid like Jake Bird, who's a special needs student, he's never going to get to wear a football helmet. He's probably never going to get to pitch on a baseball mound, but he can take sheep. He can raise them. Um, he, on his own, in the last few years, has decided that he doesn't want to just show sheep. He wants to breed. He, he calls himself the lamb producer of Dallam and Hartley County. He does have some ewe lambs that he raises. So for Jake, it, it gives him the ability to be self-sufficient, and, and it, he's, he has ownership in that. There are lessons with livestock, raising livestock, and, and being involved in these organizations that you simply can't, and I'm not devaluing curriculum instruction or books. That's not what I'm doing. But our kids are learning lessons that they can't learn reading a book. It's hands-on. You know, it's 5 o'clock in the morning and it's 4 below outside, but those sheep have eyes to bust and, and need to be fed and they need to be exercised and they need to be looked after. There's just so many valuable life lessons that, you know, I don't care if a kid's in band, if they're in athletics, if they're in UIL academics, if they stock show, if they're in FFA leadership classes, if they do judging through the 4-H. Every student in, in our school district needs to be involved in something and belong to an organization or a program and you know we've got the livestock board we've got as good an ag teacher as there is in the state we've got an outstanding uh advisor uh 4-h uh, uh, my mind just went blank the uh, 4-h extension agent they work well together there, there's no animosity from the 4-h towards the ffa or vice versa we we work as one to do what's best for everybody you've got community members that you know, we went to the barn Saturday, and I bet there were 150 adults and students that showed up to put the pins together and set up the arena and make sure the concession stand was ready to go. I mean, it was overwhelming. There were almost more chiefs than there were Indians, but it got done in two, two and a half hours, I bet. We've got money in the bank that the Bi-County Bi Livestock Board has done a great job of managing. We've got many, many contributors and business owners in our community that are willing to help the students so you know jake bird and, and jeff bird's goal is to break even where we can do it again next year it's not about making money it's the experience I, i'm i'm overwhelmed with the amount of support from our community for this program that's a great thing one of the things i love about rural education is that every kid has an opportunity to participate somewhere in a big school 
maybe they get uh, moved out because there just isn't room for them. There's only so many people can play football, only sure. so many people can play basketball, and you've got lots and lots of kids. Here, where we have a lot fewer kids, they have an opportunity to participate, and I just think it's great that you're encouraging them to take different paths and, and to do different things. Well, we, we've, we've got it a lot better than we think we do sometimes, and we, we are extremely blessed. Our kids are there there's very few opportunities that our kids don't have a chance to prosper in here i'm involved some at uh, west texas a&m and i i look at the kids in the ag department who come through there who have had uh, ffa training uh, particularly in public speaking and in problem solving and and they're just a cut above the other kids without any question uh and it's it's refreshing to see and you get a chance to see really the life skills uh, that a good ag teacher and a good ag program can produce. Well, I, I've I've got some great success stories from my coaching days when I was in Dumas and at Amarillo Caprock, and obviously Amarillo Caprock somewhat metropolitan. So I don't mean to slot those kids. Some of them are very successful, but I'll tell you, as a superintendent and as a former athletic director, when you hire a kiddo from a smaller school system where they've been involved in everything. They're generally going to have a, a, a their foundations already built. They, there's less of a learning curve because they've done it. And and again, no disrespect to larger places, but the smaller rural communities, those kids have a work ethic. And I'll tell you right now, in 2023, when you're hiring people, the anticipation of work ethic has changed greatly in the last 15 to 20 years. But people ask me all the time, what's the difference between Dowhart and anywhere else you've ever been? And I mean this as an unbelievably positive compliment, and I want it to be taken as such. But Dowhart, Texas is 25 years behind the rest of civilization, and that's a really good thing. I, I completely agree with that. And the work ethic is something that's hugely important. And just family values and the other things that that transpire in a small community, the opportunity that you have to get to know people better and not to be able to hide, but you're out there among the people. And so it, it just works a lot better. Oh, yeah. So we're really proud to be from the community we're from, and I can tell that you are too. Work ethic is just, you know, the tip of the iceberg, but very few students that you engage with in Dalhart or, or Dallam or Hartley County anywhere are going to not end a sentence with yes, ma'am, or no, sir, please, sir, thank you. The way I was raised in a rural community, well, if I'd have been in a metropolitan community, my dad would have pulled both my ears off, but that's not as common as it used to be. And again, the, the family values and, and the importance of that for the members of our community to pass down to their kids, I think it's given our kids a leg up when they go to college, and hopefully they'll come back here and continue that. Completely agree. Well, Andrew, Jeff, thank you very much for, a, for an interesting discussion. This has been In the Know, which is part of the Dalhart Connection. Uh, hopefully you listen to this uh, as it's aired, but if you don't or you have somebody that would like to listen to it, they can go to kxit.com, catch this episode or past episodes. Until next week, see you then. 
Good afternoon, and thank you for calling G&G Transmix. This is Curtis. How can I help you? I was hoping to get some concrete supplies for a project I was wanting to start, but I wasn't sure if you could help. It's just a home project. Nothing like the giant projects I know you do for commercial buildings. Of course we can help. We love bringing big, small, and in-between dreams come to life. If you need five yards or 500, we would love to supply you with anything you need. We also have rebar, rebar chairs, wire mesh, and anything else you need for your concrete project. Perfect. I am so glad I called you today. Tell me about your dream, and I'll help you put together everything you need to make it happen. At G&G Transmix, they can help bring dreams of all sizes to life. Call them today at 244-4298, and they can get you any concrete or supplies you need. G&G Transmix is excited to keep you in the know about all Dalhart ISD news and updates. 